are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Live by the Three Sports Podcast on the Evening Rush Network. This is Coach Matt. Checking in with my main man, Tyler, TB. How you doing? And you got to, uh, you know, we won't reveal too much, you know, because, uh, you know, I don't want people. They're after me. They're watching me. They're watching me. Yeah, they're right. Right. Exactly. So, you know, we'll just say you got a little change of scenery. We'll yeah, just, a little change just, of scenery. We'll leave it at that. But how, how's everything going, man? We've been away for a little bit. Let's catch it up. Good. Right. It's been busy, you know, working and everything. But everything's mm-hmm. good. All right. Good. 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 You know, uh. You know, it's supposed to be summer, but it's like 60 degrees outside. But, you know, today's the first official day of summer. But uh, but we're getting there. So it's uh, off-season for a lot of sports, obviously, football, uh, basketball is off-season. But we got the NBA draft tonight. So uh, I think the coverage just started uh, at 8 o'clock. So we're, uh, we're right in sync with that. But uh, before we jump into uh, what's going on in the, in the world of sports and basketball, particularly right now, because that, that's what's popping off, um, Ty, why don't you uh, – catch everybody up on how everybody can uh follow and support the show um all streaming networks devices amazon firestick youtube um live by the three on instagram the evening rush network on instagram anywhere where streaming services that's where you can find us absolutely absolutely and please download the app uh, the evening rush network app so you can catch our show as well as other programming that uh comes on the uh on the channel um a lot of different mixes of different um topics talk shows and but there's also music dj live dj sets and stuff so um you know lots of entertainment on on the app so please download that and uh you know like ty said please follow us on social media um us the evening rush network um and uh yeah check in and check us out so why don't we jump right in, man? So it's uh it's the NBA offseason. Um, you know, the Nuggets won the the whole championship. Um, you know, we haven't been on since that happened. I'll just throw, you know, throw in that um, you know, the, the Nuggets won, but the Miami Heat managed to win it win at least one game. So some other teams couldn't figure out how to get one, but the Heat got one. So but we'll leave it at that. Um so um, but yeah, the NBA's been a little bit busy over the last few days leading up to the draft and uh, we'll definitely touch on the draft uh, once those picks start coming in and we'll keep y'all updated on what's going on with that but uh it was a big um big blockbuster today i would say right for as far as name names go uh chris paul you know he got traded um with the whole bradley beal deal to the suns um Mm -hmm. and he was floating out there for a little bit and then um the trade went through and he got a he's a golden state warrior uh, and that happened a few hours ago, a couple of hours ago. So, you know, so we can so we'll talk about that. But um, I guess a couple of things that transpired within the Warriors is um, Jordan Poole got uh, traded. He's on Washington now. Um, so he was a guy that, you know, played well for them. They averaged about 20 uh, last season. And he was one of their young up and coming guys. Obviously, him and Draymond Green had their issues. Um but um, you know he played well this season, and uh, but now he's with the Washington Wizards, um, and then uh, Draymond is a free agent. He lot he uh, opted out of his uh, contract, but you know they're saying that they want him back and they want to figure out how to bring him back. So, um, but what are your thoughts about about uh, Chris Paul uh, joining the Warriors? What you know what are your thoughts on where that puts them uh, in the Western Conference now? 
don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like that trade too much. Mm. What? What? Uh, interesting. I don't know where he's gonna play. Where he's gonna play at? Um, it just seems like he's really chasing the ring. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't really. I'm not really a Chris Paul fan, so. I got you. So now, all right. So, why do you think? I, you know, obviously the Warriors are an older team, and if they traded Jordan Poole, who's one of their younger players. You know, it seems like they're kind of like in that, okay, we're going to try to ride it out with some veterans for this one last push with these guys. So from their perspective, why do you why do you think they um, brought in Chris Paul? I mean, obviously he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but why, do, you know, you said you don't think it's a good fit, but why do you think they did it? That might have been the best that they can get for his contract. Okay. Contract. I think they might have made that move to um, – I think maybe Draymond might have gave him an ultimatum, like I'll come back, gotta be out of here, that type of thing. Get this dude out of here. Yeah. But I think it was, you know, just I think it was more of a convenience just to find him a place just to you know to unload the contract. Right. And I, I think I did see that a little bit too. Not, you know, obviously you had the Draymond situation with Poole at the beginning of the year, but you know, he did show like some immature ways you know, through it throughout the season and, you know, they're a mature team. So, you know, yeah, it could be Draymond saying that, but, you know, obviously, you know, Steph's going to have a say so in what goes on, I would assume. And Clay Thompson to some degree also. And even if they didn't come in and say, yeah, you know, get him out of here, you know, maybe they were approached and said, Hey, what would you think about us making this type of move and stuff like that? So I'm going to assume that, you know, he, they gave their, uh, stamp of approval to make it happen Absolutely. so so yeah so you know they might have thought that you know if you're looking at it from a basketball perspective maybe their goal is now to have um Steph with the ball in his hand less and maybe you know like have Chris Paul kind of you know bring the ball up and just let you know Steph and Clay just run off screens and and you know initially you know just yeah obviously they, they play that open style where you don't need a point guard to dictate but maybe just take more of the ball pressure, ball handling pressure off of Steph and just let him run off the screens and, and Clay also and, and play that way. Maybe that's the the route they're choosing to go with Chris Paul. I, you know, I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, you know, I mean, I, you can't say it's not going to work because those guys are all good. But, you know, it's going to be a little different. He dominates the ball too much. Right. So it would be interesting to see because if he doesn't have the ball, then what is it, two? No, but no, I would just say it was just like he's just going to be at the top of the key and it's just going to be Clay and Steph just run, running off screens and he's just going to pass. You know, they pop open, he's going to hit them. Like, that. that's what I, you know, and it's going to be more catch and shoot. I, I don't know. That's you think he fits of, their offense? Oh, well, not yeah. That's a great point because now you got, you know, Steph, who's not a great defender out there, and Chris Paul, now 38 years old, you know, hit, you know, so defensively, yeah, that might, you know. Don't be surprised if he Chris Paul get moved again. Really? No. Yeah. That might that might have been just to get because I don't see how that's going to work. So they super small. That means that Steph right. is two now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they had they little beef, they little one and all beef too. So it'd be a little interesting. Right. I don't know. It's like I don't know. He dribbled too much for me, so I don't know how he's right. gonna, how that's going to work. 
Well, you know, but I mean, if he's at that point in his career where, you know, like you said, you know, zebras don't change their stripes, right? But if he's at the point in his career where he's just like, you know what, I'm 38, I'm trying to get this ring, I'll just, I don't care, I'll just pass it to these dudes every time down the floor. But if he does get it, how valid is it then? Right, 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 because then it's like, what are you paying for? Because you're paying him a lot of money just to, you know... The boldest, yeah, I, I get it. You know, you've been on every Western Conference team, like every Western Conference powerhouse. You've been on that team, right? And that that was going to be my next. That was going to be my next. You know, my follow up question. So now you got Chris Paul, you got Clay Thompson, you got um, Steph. Obviously, we don't know exactly what's going to happen with Draymond. He's you know an unrestricted free agent now, so he can go to another situation. But I would assume that he would want to go back there, especially now with. Um, you know, Jordan Poole not being there, um, you know, and reuniting with his crew. And, and now you add Chris Paul into the mix. Um, so where do you think that puts them? You know, obviously it's going to shake out a bunch of different ways, but where do you think that puts them Western Conference? Like, do, are, do you think they're still like a potential top three, four team? If they can keep that core together, let's assume that Drake comes back. They've been in the middle of the pack. Middle of the pack, okay. Because even though Jordan Poole, like, that's 20 points a game you're missing. Yeah, yeah. Chris Paul's not giving you 20 points a game. No. Mm-mm. No. And not even the 20 points, just the, just the offensive threat. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that that part of it. Well, you know, unless, yeah. unless you're going to rock, unless Chris, the plan is Chris Paul to be rocking when they're on the bench. Mm. But who are we going to rock with? Right. Now let me let me let me let me throw this at you. And I, again, I don't know this. So all of those dudes is getting a little up there in age. You know, Clay and, and Steph. They got some tread on the tires now. Do you think that maybe they're gonna I don't wanna say totally switch the way they play, but like that, like, you know, that takes a toll, you know, the amount of movement that those guys do running, running, running like that, that takes a toll on you. Oh, you know what I mean? It's it's been working for them, and that's their system. But do you think maybe they have to slow it down a little bit more and and just do some more like okay, we're just going to use these, we're just going to you know set a whole bunch of down screens and staggers and try to free these guys up for shots because you know they got you know they they're plus ten years in the league and they've been doing a lot of running around like maybe they're looking at it like we got to change up a little bit as far as how fast we play with all these you know, moving all around the court as much because these dudes is getting older. You don't think maybe that's it? They're going to go a little bit more conventional? No, nah, I don't see them. They would have to change their whole offense. That, no, nah, I don't see that. that. Yeah, I just, you know, like I said, I, I don't know any – I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking out loud. Because now what what does Draymond do? Well, Screen? <laughs> Screen and dribble? All the court no more. Like, what does he What's do? That? There you go. I, I mean, I would think that, you know – Chris, if Chris Paul is being realistic and he's like, yo, I'm 38 years old. I haven't won. I just want to win a ring. So, yeah, he's been ball dominant his whole career. But you know what? If he's been paying attention and he's been on the West Coast and he knows, yo, if Draymond gets this rebound, he's not necessarily going to outlet it to me. He's going to bring it down and initiate offense. You know what? If that happens a few times a game, I would you would hope that Chris Paul at this point in his career would be like, you know what? I'm all right with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'll take my breath, you know, because that's not shit. He's 30, he 38. Like, he might be looking at like, and I can take a breath then. Okay, let him push it. You know, I don't know. 
But that's all if that's that's all contingent if he's healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. All of those guys. And if and if Draymond comes back. I mean, I think he wants to come back, you know, but you know, obviously he could opt, you know, he unrestricted free agent, so he can sign for top dollar, you know, and even if he goes back to the Warriors, they're gonna have to pay him, you know, what you know, whatever he feels his market is. But um, but yeah. Um so we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So that that was the big one today. But to me, the really big one was, um, you know, guy that's been talked about and been a good player in the league for a long time, Bradley Beal, you know, getting out of Washington. And now he's uh, going to the Phoenix Suns, um, you know, so he's going to team up with uh, um, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And um, that gives him a lot of firepower. But I was curious when I saw the trade because I'm like, what are they going to do now? Like, how are they going to play? Because you got Bradley Beal's not a point guard. Devin Booker's not a point guard. And Kevin Durant is not a point guard. So, to me, you got three, two guards. out. You know, Kevin Durant, obviously, seven feet tall. But you got three, two guards out there. Or three, or, you know, two, two, two guards and a, and, a, and, a, and a three man. So, I don't, I, I'm trying to figure, obviously, it's, who gobs of talent and scoring ability out there, but how are you going to play them? Is Kevin Durant playing the four now? Like, I, Who's I'm the like, coach? I'm, Frank Vogel? Yes, yes, yes. Or are you just going to say we have no true point guard and just let Bradley Beal and Booker just break, like initiate? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out because, you know, I, they got rid of They don't have Chris Paul anymore. Okay. So, but are right. Are you bringing in another point guard? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a crazy point guard when you have that much scoring talent. But if you do bring in a point guard, is Kevin Durant playing the four? Or do you just say, nah, we're just going to rock out with them three dudes and, you know, one of them will just have the ball handling, you know, maybe, you know, Booker brings it down one time and Bill brings it up. But, you know, I don't know. But I don't. I, Listen, Bill, Bill's on the What's that? Bill could play the point, right? I mean, he to me, he's a scorer. He's a off, you know, he's a off the ball. You know, he's a wing scorer. But maybe, you know, maybe they feel that, you know, they could initiate offense. You know, I, maybe that I, I would assume that's the plan because you're not putting Kevin Durant at the four, are you? Might I was. I mean, he's tall enough, obviously. But I mean, you really want him? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Tell me what this emotion. Tell me about this kid. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, know, I don't know about that trade. So, do you, so okay. So now, so same thing. So same question. Where do you, where do you think that puts them in the West? I think that puts them. I mean, it's definitely an upgrade over Chris Paul. Yeah, for sure. Youth, youth wise, and and uh, scoring wise, yeah. and def- I, I think that puts them at the, the, at the top where they at. I think that keeps them at the top. If they can figure out that point guard, think that that position, they gave up a lot, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave up what, six second round picks. They gave up a lot. Well, I mean, they. I. If, well, let, let's look at it this way: If you're in the Western Conference, do you feel like you have to do that because of the monster that Denver played like this year? Do you feel like you have to like? go all out and load up because that's the only way you might be able to unseat those guys. I think that's what they was missing though. Another, another score. Another score? Yeah. Okay. I I I don't disagree. I'm just trying to figure out how they're gonna do it. 
You know, and it's not to say that you need a prototypical point guard or setup. It's not necessarily that. But then at the same, you know, maybe like you said, you, you know, okay, Devin Booker and and um and Beal are, you know, they're strong enough with the ball that they can just get it across half court and and initiate, and then then after that, they're not going to be the quote unquote point guard anymore. It's just going to be, you know, all right, we, we you know, we're going to try to get buckets now. You know, maybe similar to how uh, the Warriors play. You know, like where uh, Steph isn't necessarily a pure point guard, but just you know, bring it up. You know, get it. You know. Hit the big man and let him dribble hand off and play that way. Um, be it, but yeah, that's um, you know, but defensively, like you because now defensively, like again, matchup wise, like you know, you're gonna have Kevin Durant guarding four men again. He's you know, he's seven feet tall, but I don't know if that's necessarily uh, his forte, you know, or you know, or he didn't want to do that. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just. I don't know. This is just a weird trade. Well, let's let's ask this: Do you think both both instances with the Warriors and the Suns, not to say that they didn't get good players, but do you think it's like is desperation the word? <laughs> like, yo, I think it's more for get- feeding his contract. Mm-hmm. Contract. I mean. Brad Bailey and um, if he was in Golden State, then that's a whole different story right there. For sure, for that's sure, that, that would make a lot of right, sense. Because, right, because then you still keep you keep you keep Steph at the point, and then you have you know Bradley Beal and um and and, and Clay Thompson on on either wing. I I see that for sure, for sure. I mean, I guess admit, you know I don't know. I mean I, I'm a. I, they're, those guys are smarter than me. So obviously the Suns have a plan and how they're going to do it and how they're going to make it work. And I guess we'll see when the, the season starts um, in September. You know how they you know how they're planning on uh, um, you know, uh, deploying those guys out there on the floor. But I'm just a little kid. But 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 I guess my question is: Do you feel like with the Warriors and the and the Suns, they're making these moves again? You always want to try to acquire as much talent as you can. But do you think it's more so they're not even worried about the fit per se, and they're just like, "Yo, we just got to try to get as much talent." As we can to do I think it. it's. I think it might be money too. Just the way the money balances out with the contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Could be money because I mean it don't make sense to bring Chris Paul to Golden State. That doesn't make any sense at all. What if? But just like we said, those guys might have had to sign off on it. What if they said this is what we want? Chris Paul? I'm just I don't know how Steph and, and Clay Thompson feel you know I don't know how they feel about Chris Paul. Maybe I, think, I think it was more of we gotta get rid of this dude because we mm. need Draymond in. Draymond opted out to see what y'all are gonna do. If y'all don't get rid of him, he's gonna go somewhere else. So they probably was like, listen, this is the only place we can unload this contract, get Chris Paul. Whatever, whatever, and they probably was like, all right, whatever. I'd rather keep Draymond and not have him. You know? Right, right, and and have Jordan Poole, right? Yeah, I could stack because it don't make sense. Like it really don't. Like who are you gonna go after? Like if you at the end of the game, I'm gonna let Chris Paul beat me. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna let Chris. I'm not saying that he's a bad. Like he can't hurt. No, no, no. Right. But if you're playing the odds. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think? 
<laughs> you're playing, you're playing the odds. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But it I just doesn't it. make it doesn't make any like it doesn't make any sense because it just makes them smaller. Steph mm-hmm. is not, you know, Steph will be playing the two. Right. But they yeah. was playing Phoenix, Steph will be guarding Booker. Right. right. Two either pick you you're picking one of the six six dudes, either Devin Booker or Bradley Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and younger and more athletic. <laughs> and then Chris Paul now got to guard the other one. Yeah. Yeah, now that's, that's it. You're right. So they play Memphis. Uh, Steph is either guarding Morant mm-hmm. or guarding Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, yeah. And that, that was, uh, that was that, that's a great transition right there, Ty, because that was uh, the next one up. So we got uh, Porzingis. Porzingis, you know, former draft pick of the Knicks, bounced around a little bit. Now he's uh, in Celtics, and I know he had a really good uh, – uh, Porzingis had a good year this year in Washington, um, and then they moved him to uh, to uh, to the Celtics now. And so it looks like they're trying to keep that core intact with um, Tatum and um, and Brown, and then they add another, you know, you know now a big man. You know, Porzingis is seven, you know, seven-footer, but he can, you know, stretch the floor and – rebound and, and block some shots and protect the rim a little bit but offensively he can do some things so now you add him to the mix with the celtics right so it changes their dynamic offensively defensively but you're losing a good wing you know good uh you know perimeter defender and marcus smart but you're getting a little bit of some rim protection but you're also you know marcus smart was the i think you know, probably internally, and then from the outside looking in, you would say that Marcus Smart was kind of the heart and soul and the toughness of that team, and now you lose him. So, um, how do you see that trade playing out for the Celtics? You think that, you know, where do you think that puts them in the East? Obviously, they had the best record in the East, but then they ended up losing to uh, the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. But where do you think, uh, you know, the Porzingis? You know, what do you think Porzingis does for the Celtics? Well, it makes them better because outside of uh... Tatum and Brown, everybody else is pretty much. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, it definitely gives you a big three. Yeah, it gives you a big three. Way they play, I think that was a great. I mean, of course they, they lose Marcus Smart, but um, Porzingis opens up the floor. Mm-hmm. Yep, stretches it. Yep, opens the floor, so you got you got to respect that. So it's a it's a good trade. I think it's good for Memphis also because now yeah. homeboy gets a gets a mentor. You're right, All right. And it definitely and it makes the Celtics a little bit um more athletic around the rim on defense, and it makes them younger inside. Um, you and plus, know. you can listen. They they Moran is out twenty five games. Mm-hmm. It might it might not hurt that much now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It might not hurt that much. So yeah, it was a good. I think it was a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think that? So does that make them the clear cut? They were the clear cut number one. You know, they were the number one seed in the East last year. That solidifies them still going into next season as as the, the, the number one seed. They just got to figure out how to um, yeah. get, get past the Heat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think the Heat will be doing the same shit they did last year. You think it was a flash fan? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Hey, listen, like I said, they, fig- they figured out how to, you know, there's another team that was supposed to, you know, has a, you know, a Hall of Famer on their team couldn't figure out how to win one game, and he figured out how to win. Who you talking about? What's that? You talking about the old man? Yeah, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. They, you know, every, you know, there, there was a lot of excuses being made why it was okay for them to get swept 
and you know, but the Heat, the Heat figured out how to not get swept. So. Yeah, they do. They did their thing. They did their thing. All right. So now you did mention, uh, you know, the Marcus Smart to uh, Memphis. Um, I think the 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 wisdom besides you know the players involved and all of that, I think the wisdom was you know bring some maturity to that team, to that locker room, another voice, somebody that you know hopefully will keep guys accountable. So from a basketball perspective, yes, he's a point guard, and John Morant's going to miss 25 games. Um, and then, you know, so he definitely helps, you know, at least he's not going to do what John Morant does, but he solidifies it. What's that? They got School Henderson. The Trailblazers picked him up. The Trailblazers did take him. Wow. How about that? Okay. So let the speculation begin. Okay. But, um, but yeah, what, what do you think? Um, what do you think Marcus Smart does for, um, for Memphis? Do you think he can help that team out? And Absolutely. Just- yeah, that's, a, that's an upgrade. Get rid of um. I don't even know if they need to get rid of uh, what's the other name? Tyus Jones. No, the, uh, the guard. What's his name? Dane? Brooks. Oh, Brooks. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I think this is a, a tremendous upgrade because yo, he, he could play D. You know what I'm saying? He could run the team. You might you might even could slide. You can slide Morant to the two, mm-hmm. and have him guard the point. Mm-hmm. Or have or have Smart guard the two. Right, you know what I'm saying. So it gives you a little bit of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it. Okay, the tough now, team. They're gonna be tougher. Tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, with the off the court stuff and the maturity stuff, I would assume that they would hope that it's somebody that you know. Let's just call it out. You know, without mincing words, you would hope that it's somebody that John Grant might respect, might listen to. You know, now respect. respect. In what way? Because he's going to command that respect. But how's he going to? But can he stop him from flashing hammers on on? It? I mean, he can't do that, but he'll he'll have a, a influence on him. Okay. But there's nobody in a, there's nobody in a locker room that he would have to respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Smart got a ring, right? Did he have a ring? Yes, when the Celtics. Uh, no, no, uh, no, because it wasn't. Was he on the team that the Celtics? Um, when the Celtics won, yeah. was he on the team? I know they said some. I know that they said that he that the Celtics have been in the playoffs every year that he's been on the team. I do know he was on the playoffs, but I'm trying to remember if he was on the team that won the title. They said he was in shock. Right. That's that. Yeah, we could talk about that a little bit too. But yeah, but let's finish up this point. No, he didn't hear them. Yeah, I know they said they 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 have been in the playoffs every every year, um since they um since they uh did that. So let me let me let me let me because that was something that came up and that that was an interesting thing to me. The NBA is a business, right? And all of this stuff that happens is a business. And actually, I was in, um I was listening to Danny Green on um one of those ESPN shows. And he was just talking about, you know, how the NBA is a business and, you know, you can build a brotherhood and relationships with teammates and all of that and the organization. And then next next day, you know, they ship you off to another team and, you know, it's just a business. That's the way it goes. We all know this. But do you think so that But I saw a report that said Chris Paul said that he found out that he was traded 
the first time, you know, not to the Warriors, but when he got traded off of the Suns, the first time he was on a plane in New York, a plane to New York and found out that way. And then just like you said, Marcus Smart just found out just like that. Even though the NBA is a business, and let's take Marcus Smart out. Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer. You know, he's been on the Suns for a long time. Did You know, they didn't win a championship, but did right by them. Even though the NBA is a business, do you think it's, and, you know, they're grown men all that, but do you think it's right for him, a player of his caliber, to find out that he was traded, like, through social media while he's on an airplane? Chris Paul? Yeah. <laughs> so just so just personal to him. But let's just okay, so personal. No, think him. about it. What does Washington owe him? Not Washington. I'm just I mean, saying. Phoenix? Yeah. Oh. No, the question is, what did he do at Phoenix for them to do that? That's the question. That's a very good and fair question. And I didn't think about it from that perspective. That's, that's, that's a fair. So, but so, so, but so you would think that if the player does do everything right and, you know, well-respected in the organization or the very least that they would at least give you, give you or at least your agent the courtesy of saying, Hey, just so you know, you know, this deal came across, we felt it was in the best, you know, interest of the team. And so, yeah, we hate to see him go, but, you know, just we want you to know before it hits social media and the wires that, you know, yes, you know, we are going to trade you, but we appreciate everything. So you do think that that is the prop, not say that the team necessarily, well, do you think a team owes a Hall of Famer that? That was the respect of the advance notice before it hits the, it hits everything. If it's a good relationship, yeah. So you think it was the sun setting, sending a signal? This is how we feel about you, because watch what we about. To <laughs> watch I mean, this. Why would they do that to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's not something that's intentional. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, why would they do that? That's that. You're right. That could be a t- that could be a telling thing. That could be a telling. Okay. Because, I mean, he don't have the reputation of um, a likable person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, why would they do that? Why would they, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like people, you know, you hear people that um, get divorced, they come home, and there's just a note. Mm-hmm. Are we, no conversation? Like, mm-hmm. we're scared? Right. Like, you, think, mm-hmm. you know, somebody will get beat up or something like that? They got to get out. They got to get out. It just depends. Like sometimes it goes, you know, it's, it may sound crazy, but mm-hmm. the reason they doing it might even be crazier. Crazy, yeah, right, right. And and it could be sick. It, it's like they don't have to say this is how we feel about this guy. They don't have to come out and say it because when they do it, it kind of lets they, you know. It shows, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it lets you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, um, we'll, we'll step away to halftime now, and I uh, know the NBA draft is uh you know, picking up and the picks are starting to come in. So uh, we'll take a break for halftime. And when we come back, we'll discuss what's going on. And uh, uh, we'll be back uh, on Live by the Three Sports Podcast on the Evening Rush Network. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Evening Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. 
You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Eden Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time slots, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Eden Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> get to it. All right, we are back live by the Three Sports Podcast on the Evening Rush Network. So, Ty, we uh, got uh, talked a little bit about the draft, and uh, it started at eight o'clock, and uh, I think the first few picks are in. So, uh, why don't you update us? What's what's going on? What we got? Uh, our man Thompson just got picked number three for the Rockets. Um, Who is it? Our man Thompson. Oh wow! Okay, the, the one of the twins. Okay. Yeah, he just got picked up. Okay. Um, so 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 who so we, we so we we know that uh Wemby right Wemby what's the dude name I went to from Portland he's from the G League too yes yeah, school Henderson school Henderson okay okay that's what he at right now so they shot they shot so Charlotte picked already no nah. Houston just picked and Houston had which had which pick three they had three okay, okay. Portland two. Oh wait, but I think that mean that must have mean that Charlotte traded down because I think Charlotte had this the um Char- Charlotte had the um, number two pick. Did they? No. Portland, I thought Portland always had number two. I thought Portland had three, or maybe it's the, or maybe it's the other way. Uh, yeah, they did. They must have traded up. Wow, how about no, that? They picked, no, no, I'm, I'm bugging. My bad. They picked Brandon Miller. Charlotte did. Okay, so they took Brandon Miller. Okay, all right. What's that? I said he's lucky. Man, very lucky. Very lu- lucky. He went to school in Alabama. <laughs> lucky school. He went. Lucky went to school in Alabama. But yeah. So um. All right. So okay. So we'll we'll get to uh. We'll we'll start with we'll start with number one. So uh. Wemby, Victor Wembenyama went number one to San Antonio Spurs. Um, you know, that was kind of, you know, everybody's known that for a long time, um, that he was going to be the number one pick. And then when the Spurs got the uh, got the number one pick, you know, they knew that everyone knew he would be a San Antonio Spurs, and that's the way it went down. And, you know, I think he was, you know, from the outside looking in, he's going into a good organization, the, the San Antonio Spurs, a Hall of Fame coach. Um, I believe all time winning is coach, right? All time wins, yeah. Greg Popovich, and uh, they've had um, you know, French superstars before, obviously, with Tony Parker. So, you know, the little you know, built in fan base there of uh, you know, the his countrymen supporting that team because of the days of Tony Parker. So, it's a good situation for him, a good solid situation for him, um, which is good. Um, let's let's start with this make a prediction. Do you? Th- I think we talked about this before, but um, let's assume he doesn't get hurt. Will he be a goat? Would you think he has it, uh, Wemby? Yeah, he will. You think so? You think it's just too 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 much talent and and for you know, yeah, the right system, right? He's going to get all the support he needs. Right. Yeah, he's going to be good. Not he's not in a crazy city. You know, San Antonio's kind of chill, so. <laughs> I, I'm going to double back on something, though, real quick. Do you, okay. think, do you think it's better for Chris Paul to retire now 
or the key player in terms of what it does to his legacy? His legacy. I, I see what you're saying as far as like, because, you know, because he keeps going, because he's not going to bad teams. He's going to good teams that should be competing for a championship and he just doesn't get it. I mean, you, from the outside looking in, you could say potentially that might be a good thing to do. Like, just kind of like, you know, you see a boxer that's kind of like towards the end of their career, but they just keep trying to squeeze out one more fight. Maybe they should, you know, hang it up. But at the same time, you could also say he's a competitor. I think if he, let's put it this way. If he got traded to say like the Wizards and then nothing else happened and that was the team that he was going to end up playing for, he might have contemplated retirement at that point, unless he just says, well, I'm going to just get another 45, 50 million. But he might say, you know what? This team isn't competing for a championship, so I'll just walk away. But the competitor in him, which I think you do have to respect a little bit, the competitor in him is saying, you know what? I'm getting traded to a team that on paper should have a chance. They, they might need to make a couple of other moves to you know, get to the point where they can compete with Denver maybe. But at least I'm in a situation where I have a chance to compete for a championship. So if you're, you know, if you're trying to respect him as a competitor, then you might say, I get it why he's not going to retire. Yeah, but how much, how, how much competing can a brother do in his career? We've <laughs> been competing for a minute, man. He, he has been. I mean, but listen, man, listen. Dude's making like 45, 45 $50 million. That's a lot to walk with. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's 45, 45 to 50 plus you have the opportunity to compete for a championship. Like I said, if he, if, if it was just you're going to get traded to the Wizards and you're just going to stay there, then he might say, you know what? Okay, I'm good. I'll, I'll call it a career. He, he might have done that. If the Warriors lose. Man, I, no, I get, what you're, I get what you're saying because then it's like, oh, damn. Like, you know, you couldn't win with them either. You know, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. But, well, let me ask you this. Would I understand what you're saying, but do you respect the fact that he's like he's willing to put he's willing to take the chance of the I guess the ridicule of what you're saying. He's willing to take that chance because he's like, you know what, I want to I want the I want another opportunity to compete for a championship. Does that give him at least a little bit of respect? I know you don't rock with him, but does that give him a little bit of respect that he's he's not worried about you criticizing him? He's like, yo, I'm gonna try to win a ring. Oh, the Pistons picked the side Thompson. The other time. Okay. They picked up. Okay. 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 All right. Well, I mean, the Pistons been in those top five picks for a few years now, so they're loading up. <laughs> they got a few of them, but hopefully it turns around for them. All right. Okay. So you um you you have a you 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 feel that uh Wemby is gonna be, you know, again, barring injury or anything like that. Now, you know, now the the Spurs are also gonna see the difference with those other guys that came in. You know, when David Robinson came in to the Spurs, they had a good, you know, they had a good solid nucleus. And so they he pretty much walked into a situation where, you know, they were going to be in the playoffs. Same thing. Tim Duncan walked in. David Robinson's still there. They have a good solid nucleus. They're, you know, competing for a championship right off the bat. Then Tony Parker, you know, all those dudes came in. You know, they walked into a great situation. His situation is a little bit different. So. Yeah, he could be the face of the franchise and he has all the talent, but he's not walking into the same situation that those guys walked into. So how fast can the Spurs, you know, get to that point where they're competing like that again? Because that's the thing. In order for you to say, okay, you're going to be like, you know, have LeBron's impact and that type of thing. I mean, LeBron came in 
and they started winning right away. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, they they were competing. Mm-hmm. Will he be able to do that with the Spurs, especially in the West Coast? Everybody go back to Garden. You don't even have to worry about the Joker. That's it. I'm, but I'm saying the whole team. But he's going to have to do a lot to in the Western Conference. He's going to have to. He's going to be good. I'm not. I'm saying, but he's going to have to do a lot to get that team, the team that they have, to the playoffs in the Western Conference. He's going to have to do. Did they make the playoffs? Did they make the playoffs last year? The Spurs, no. Oh, it was close though, right? Um, I mean, they, I know they were. I mean, obviously, they, they you know, they, you know, lottery and they got lucky with the, you know, I don't, they didn't have the worst record, but, you know, they weren't. And that was the year before. Yeah. Right. Cause they still had, um, my, they still had my man, right? Um, um, that ended up going to Chicago. Um, no, he'd been there for a minute. The roads. Okay. He wasn't doing it. Okay. He is. Okay. So, okay, so you're saying, all right, so here's the thing that people have been saying. They've been saying that he's uh, he's going to be, um, he's the most hyped prospect uh, since LeBron James. And when people said that, I was like, mm, you, know, you, you know, you definitely hear his name and you see the social media and you see the clips, you know, he's 7-3, shooting threes and blocking shots and handling the ball. So it's definitely, you know, the intrigue has been there. And maybe it's because he's an international player as opposed to other players that if they're from the U.S. and they're playing AAU and they're on the circuit and then they go to an American college, they get hyped. So that's kind of maybe where I'm – but I'm missing because I'm like, okay, I remember people talking about this dude. He's going to be the number one pick, and they're saying he's the most hyped prospect since LeBron. And I'm like, "Mm." I mean, Zion Williamson a few years – you know, a couple years ago had a lot of hype in high school. You know, all this viral stuff he's doing, you know, big dude dunking and blocking shots and doing all this crazy athletic stuff. Then he goes to Duke. I mean, those games were sold out. You got presidents sitting front row watching him and, you know, celebrities going to Duke games to watch him. And, it, you know, it was a huge, huge, you know, Zion, Zion, Zion was, you know, he, it was a massive thing. So do you agree that he's been the most hype prospect since, Lebr- uh, since LeBron, even over Zion, you think? Yeah, because he's been doing it against pros. No, no, I I know from an ability standpoint, I'm just talking about hype, just yeah. hype, social media, media coverage, all of that. Yeah, I think they even said that if he and LeBron came out at the same time, he would go number one. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's seven, he's you know seven three or whatever he is, and he's you know, I mean, he's got all the tools, that's for sure. That's for sure. I just. Uh, you can handle, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just remember that. I'm just saying, I'm not disagreeing with any of that about his actual ability. I'm just saying the act, the hype train for for Zion Williamson was crazy, though. Zion was number one, right? Yes, yes. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just the hype about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, in high, you know, like I said, when he was in high school, and then he goes to Duke. I mean, you know, he had Obama sitting front row. You know what I'm saying? Like. And I get it that when when Yama's he's an international player, so overseas is going to be a little bit different. But I mean, those Duke games, every you know, they they always sell out. But you know, you got celebrities in the front row watching them. You know, I just feel like that hype. You know, it felt like every other like I felt like he got more commercials on ESPN Black. than the NBA players. What'd you say? Anthony Black went to Orlando. Okay, okay. Orlando's another. You know, I mean, again, they've been in the lottery for the last years but you know they're another team that you know has been stacking some some young talent so 
you know, hopefully, you know, these teams that are in the lottery, they keep stacking these, you know, these young players and they can, uh, you know, get it together and, and flip it a little bit. So, um, I don't know. I, I, you know, to me personally, I just feel like Zion had a little bit more hype again, but he was an American and played at Duke and all of that. So that definitely plays into it. But I, I just feel like, you know, again, not saying that Zion is a better player than Wembenyama or will be a better player, but I just feel like he may, you know, to me, the hype seemed bigger with him. But uh, so Zion Williamson, what <laughs> have you been? I, I, you may not have been following it, but have you heard what's been going on with this dude? You know, because he don't play enough games for it to be on the court stuff. So it's now it's creeping into the off the court stuff. So how, how much have you heard what's been going on with this dude? And, you know, you know, what are your thoughts? You know, they're, they're saying, you know, he's got, you know, he's got a baby on the way, you know, with a um, with a lady. Um, you know, there's some criticism because she's, uh, I believe, uh, you know, I don't want to say substantially, but she's a little bit older than him. Um, and uh, so there's that dynamic. And then comes out that he was um, allegedly in a relationship with another woman who, um, you know, her profession is not, you know, I don't know how relevant it is, but, you know, she has a profession. She's and, a pro? Uh, she's a pro too? Um, no, not from my understanding, but. Um, yeah, she's a pro. I don't know that. I'm not saying that. Um, I believe she does some adult entertainment, you know, with that again, I'm not, you know, listen, it's a job, right? So I'm not judging. But um allegedly she, you know, he was having a relationship with, with her as well. And she came out very strong on social media, blasting him and, and, and the whole thing and you know, threatened to expose him and some uh you know possibly some videos and some threats going on but um and then I, I from my understanding twitter suspended her account but the the weird thing is that allegedly she part of her thing was she said that she was going to release all of these tapes in uh unless the the new orleans pelicans traded him yeah there's some other there's some blackmail shit going on I yeah think but, but, but get him out yeah, but my thing is, so, okay, yeah, so break that down for me. Like, not the actual sex tape stuff, but I don't, what, is this a straight up and down thing, or is and are him and, is Zion and his people in on this, like, to try I to think force so. him? A lot of it. But if that's the truth, what, 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 I'm not going to say what are we doing, because I'm not involved in this, but I'm just, like, is that, is that, is, is, is that what's going on? Or is that where we're at? That you got. That this is what we're doing now. That you got mistresses threatening. No, you know what? Because like, listen, like, what are we doing here? She said he don't deserve to be in Memphis, and I was like, Memphis? I mean, right. New Orleans. Yeah, New like, right. that just was like New Orleans. Like New Orleans doesn't deserve him. I'm like, why not? Like right. <laughs> New Orleans. Right. It's not right. like, like L.A. or New York. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, New Orleans is, New Orleans is a nice I'm city. Like, that, it was just weird that she said that. I'm just like, I guess she's repping for. I guess she's repping for her. Maybe she's. So I think she's kind of strong on. She's trying to strong on New Orleans to trade them. That's probably right. that's probably part of it. But you know, sometimes you know people do that. They 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 leak their own stuff. Right. Well, you know, for a goal, you know what I'm saying? Because he ain't the only one that's been in, you know, that's... Oh, no, 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 for sure. It's definitely, yeah, for sure it's blackmail, and I'm sure they're trying to do some behind-the-scenes stuff to, you know, not have that out there because, you know, 
embarrassment or whatever the case is. Yeah, but I'm sure Jordan Brand is not going to be happy about that if, you know, a sex tape ends up leaking. He got the endorsement. Obviously, the league is not going to be happy about it. You know, I'm sure he's got a lot of people in his ear saying, yo, man, you got to get this situation under control because there's a lot riding. You know, I mean, you were number one pick, you know. The, the, you haven't played that many games, but you're still the face of that organization, similar to John Morant, you know, and then, you, like I said, you're an endorser, you're a brand endorser and all of that, so I'm sure they're not happy about all of this craziness that's going on, so I'm sure he's got a lot of people telling him, like, yo, man, you got to get this situation under control because this is not a good look on a lot of different fronts. And it does it, do you think it's worse for him because of kind of the way that his career has gone so far? Like if he if he was lighting it, you don't think so? No. So once you step, I mean, before he got hurt, there was the number one team in the West. But I'm saying the fact that again, he came in with a lot of hype, huge hype. He been they were playing well when he was out there, but he's been hurt a lot, missed way more games. It's not even like a 50-50 split. He's missed way more games than he's played in. Way more. And you know, and now it's just like you're doing, you know, you got all of this stuff going on. And again, it's your private life. But at the end of the day, if you're the number one pick in NBA and you have all that hype behind you, how private is your life really? You know, like, you know, because I, 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 like, he ain't type of attention. That's true. But don't at certain points you have to know that about yourself? He's, he's to, not right now. He's only three years in the league. He's young. He's young. He's young. Not yet. He got a game season yet. He's not seasoned, but if you're, let's just call it what it is. If you're simple, don't you think you should keep your life simple then? If you know you're simple. Yeah, but once you get exposed to. Move simple. If you get, no, yeah, but you got to be in an environment where you can continue to move simple. And that's why I said, that's why when you said you was criticizing New Orleans, like I was not, I didn't. You in New Orleans now? <laughs> no, I mean, but she was talking about the organ. He don't. The organization deserves, doesn't. He doesn't deserve the organization. Like, they right. get rid of him. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just and like, she wants to force their hand by trying to force their hand. Like, why is that even important to you? Are you she even from New Orleans? Like, yeah, that's what that's that that would be my assumption that she's ride or die. You know, New Orleans. You know, born and raised, and she's like, I'm a. You know, I'm repping for my city. I'm gonna put on, and you know, I'm gonna help him out by getting rid of this dude. And maybe just off the strength of like, yo, this dude ain't even play. <laughs> yo, he's hurt. <laughs> Who they gonna bring in? Julius Randle? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the alternative. But I don't. I, me personally, I don't think it would be a good move for him to be in New York. That's you know, I I don't think so. I, I think that's you know, he went from the frying pan to the fire with that. I think he'd be out in New York though. Cause it's it'd be it's like it's wide open. You out there, you on Front Street. You can't necessarily hide. You know what I'm saying? So everything you in New Orleans, you can do what you do, and nobody will really know. Not in New York. That shit gonna be everywhere. So you kind of it's almost like self check a little bit. If you if you understand that and move according that that and that's what I'm saying as far as like if you know you're simple then move simple. If you are simple and you're trying to move like you're not simple in New York, that, come on, man. There, no, 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 no. He will get swallowed a lot because the people are more sophisticated. The, the, 
him being simple, the the what we what he'll go through is more sophisticated than what probably. And I'm not trying to dismiss New Orleans or say New. Orleans, I'm just saying the stuff that'll happen to him in New York will be way more sophisticated. Yeah, but you don't think he know that though? If, if you don't think he would be like, you know, no, nah, I can't even do this here. That, I, you would hope so. That, and that's my whole point, that if you know you're simple, then you got to move simple. Say, hey, listen, I don't care where I'm at. I could be in New York City. I'm staying in the crib. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not interacting with nobody. And I'm going to just, I'm going to go from my, my, my I'm going to have my crib is going to be across the street from the practice facility, if not in the same building. And that's what I'm doing. And I go from there to the practice facility. I get, I Uber eats all of my meals. And, and and that's it. I'm not going to no restaurants. Not going to no clubs. I'm not. I'm not talking to no investors because that's and that's what I'm saying about the 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 the, the swindle will be way different in New York because now you're going to have business people. It, it's good. not to say they don't have that in New Orleans, but I'm just saying that the the sophistication of the stuff he could get caught up with negatively will be way different in New York because it's going to be more sophisticated. That it's going to be a whole different ball game. So you will hope that. And, and, you know, and that's where I go back to with John Morant. You will hope that the people around him would say to him, like, look, dude, you're not really like this. So you just listen. Don't worry about it. We'll bring all your meals in. <laughs> Maybe every once in a while, you know, yeah, you can go to a, you know, a Yankee game and throw out the first pitch or do something. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real simple for you. You ain't going to be in the 40-40. You ain't going to be, you know, at these. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. But. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. all right. So, where uh, where are we at? Where are we where are we at with the with with the draft? What's what's the latest? Jarris Walker. The Wizards just picked him up. Okay. Again, Wizards Wizards Allen Allen Town. So let's talk about this um, school Henderson situation. So I I saw some Ooh. speculation again. NBA is a lot of rumors going on right now, but. There was, you know, some people were saying, you know, that I guess are in the know that, again, obviously NBA teams are going to stock talent and they're going to take the best player available in the draft. But, um, you know, and Scoot Henderson was one of them, but Scoot Henderson is a point guard. So with Portland taking him, it could be one of two things. Does that give Damian Lillard I don't know if an excuse is the right word, but the motivation to say, okay, you guys drafted another point guard and a young dude. All right, get me out of here. That's one way to look at it. Or is it the organization saying, okay, Dame, you've been here 11 years. We haven't won. So we're going to basically draft your replacement. And yes, now we'll be willing to move you to another situation. Do you think either one of those things are possible? Yeah, it's possible. Which both of them, or which one do you think is more likely? Uh, they have, I don't think he's going to ask for a trade. So I think so, you, so. So you think he would be comfortable with playing? Because from what we're hearing, at least again, and I don't know, I'm not an NBA insider. He, from what some people speculated, is that he actually told the organization that they would prefer for them to trade the number two pick for a veteran. So, you know what I mean? Someone that he can try to win with right away, not go with a rebuild of a rookie and go through that process. And obviously, what's that? There's still time. Perhaps. 
But if he, but then it goes back to this kind of what we were saying with the Warriors with the Jordan Poole and Draymond situation. If he goes to management and says to them, hey, man, I think it's better for us and where I am in my career and where the team is that y'all should probably move that pick, bring in a veteran so we can try to win. And the team says, nope, we're not doing that. We're going to draft a younger player, a rookie, and he plays the same position as you do. Do you think that's them sending a signal to him to be like, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you've been here and you've done right by us, but we're not really going to, we're not going the direction that you want to go. I think he knows that already. Over the years, I think he knows that they're not putting all their best, their best efforts for him to win. So I think that's not a surprise. He's just a loyal dude, but he's just not, you know, you know, it's like, I'm not going to leave you. Mm-hmm. Like the me type of thing. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, so now, do you? And obviously, we don't know what their motivation would be, but do you see that as them saying, "Okay, if you're the owner or the GM of the Trailblazers, if it was you, would you try to do it with those two together, or would you say, okay?" No, we haven't won with you, you know, necessarily. So, you know, y'all kind of play the same position. So we'll start fresh with this dude. If it was you. I'll start fresh. Start fresh and move him. Okay. Because you can get a lot for Dame right now. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You just build for the future. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Not so, win the championship. No. Mm-mm. No. Not even. Not even, not even, that's why you got the number two pick. <laughs> number, what were they? Number two, right? Number, yeah, number three. Three? Three. Yes, yeah, yeah. They, were, yeah, they were number three. They were number three. Charlotte had number two. Yeah, okay. Right, that's why they had number three pick. Yeah, they didn't win it nothing. So, now what What? What teams potentially do you see being a good fit for him? If if that's if that's what ends up happening, that they do move him. What, team, what teams say, let's, let's, you know, the West Coast teams are starting to stack up a little bit. What what say a team on the East Coast in the East Eastern Conference you think could be a good fit for him? Boston. Mm. I would. I mean, Miami. I would, yeah, I heard the Miami thing. Milwaukee. Heard, yeah, Miami and Milwaukee. Milwaukee might be a good, if, especially if this mm. dude opts out. Well, he opted out already. Mid Middleton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would definitely. I mean. So okay, so let's look at those two teams. Now, obviously, Miami. You know, you Miami got by the Celtics, but you said you thought that that was a flash in the pan. They they couldn't do it again. But if Miami adds Damian Lillard, do you think that puts them up in that echelon with them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Same same thing for the uh, Milwaukee. You feel like if that if they they add him, that puts them right there. Well, with, I mean, they was right there. They just played bad. Right. 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 Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. It'll be interesting to see um, how that all uh, shakes out. But, um, you know, and there's still more to come, right? Because free agency, I think, starts in a couple of weeks. And, you know, you got dudes opting out. Um, and, you know, so you're going to have some dudes that opt out and move to new teams. You know, it's like even like with the Draymond situation, obviously, you know, somebody would take him, but it would just be really weird to see him on another team. You know what I mean? Like even like if Clay Thompson was to leave, or, you know what I'm saying? I could see it. 
but Draymond not being, I, I don't know. It, like, I think more so, obviously, Steph not being on the Warriors would be shocking, but I think more so than anybody else on that team, if Draymond wasn't there, it'd be weird. Yeah, it would definitely yeah, be weird. It, 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 it would be weird. So, you know, so you got him, you got Middleton, you know, a bunch of other guys that uh, opted out. So, you think Middleton's going to be signed? I mean, he's been hurt a lot, you know, so, like, that's the thing is, like, he may want to come back and, you know, but he's going to want his max money. And then it's like, if you're Milwaukee, do you give him the, you know, a max, not a max contract, but give him, you know, what he might feel his market value is for a dude that misses a lot of games. That to me, that's a lot of it. You know what I mean? It's the, avail- mm-hmm. you know, the, your best ability is availability. So a lot of these dudes, like they can want to go to these places and, and think they owe this money. But if you're not out there, you know that you know, especially if I'm an owner in GM, I'm like, what am I paying for? Like, like the whole thing with Paul George, right? Like that was something I, you know, that, that came up is, you know, Paul George getting moved, and you know, the Knicks were, you know, supposedly really interested, but then I heard that they backed out because, you know, he's owed a lot of money, and it's like, yeah, Paul George is an All Star, but it's like he's always hurt. So what are you paying for? You know what I mean? And if you're trying to if you're trying to win a championship like the Knicks, okay, they were middle of the pack in the East, in the East, they're trying to move up spots. Yeah, okay, you, you you add Paul George. If he's out there playing, does he make the Knicks a better team? Absolutely. But if he misses half the season or more and then he's out for the playoffs, you know, like what you know, what 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 are you really getting? So I think that's a lot of it with these dudes is you know the injury piece, especially as big as the contract. And you know, obviously the contract's got bigger salary caps going up and the teams are making a lot of money. But at a certain point, it's just 45, $45 million dollars. It's still a lot of money to only get, you know, 42 games and no playoffs out of somebody. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm glad, you know, we had a little, we had a little hiatus, man. So I'm glad that we, you know, we got back at it, you know, had, you know, had a fun show. We caught up on, uh, you know, on some stuff. So, you know, there'll be more to come in the, in the NBA off season and, um, you know, NFL off season, you know, the teams are taking a little break, but, uh, They'll be back at it in a few weeks with a training camp and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, By the Jazz. What's that? Taylor Hendricks from UCF. Oh, the the, the big the, the kid from uh, Central Florida. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now nah, he he was lighting it up this year. Yeah, yeah. He was lighting it up this year. Good player. I like to see that when those guys get um um get uh you know the smaller schools get guys that you know high picks. I I, I like to see that dudes that put in work. All right. So, so yeah, so, uh, so we'll continue watching the draft and we'll update that next week. So uh, we'll sign off for now. So uh, on behalf of Tyler, this is coach Matt, uh, another episode of live out of three sports podcast, and we'll catch y'all next week on the evening rush network. Peace. Peace.